This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 693 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Today's tip is brought to you by Fleeceworks, manufacturers of the new TheraWool saddle pads. Beautiful enough for show, tough enough for everyday use, and all the quality you expect from Fleeceworks. Greetings, horse people. Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today's tip is from Shauna Koresh. Shauna may be known by many of us as the clicker training lady, but she's really the take it out of the textbook and put it in the barn lady. Shauna uses scientifically proven training and teaching methods, removes the science weenie language, and gives us horse folks amazing tools with which to improve our horse's behavior and performance. Her reward reinforcement training system dramatically accelerates the training process for any breed or discipline by unlocking the horse's desire to perform. What results is an incredible bond between human and horse, a partnership based on success. Today, Shauna tells us about how social networking isn't just for Facebook anymore. It can benefit your horse as well. But first, let's hear from today's sponsor. And I've been joined by Judy McSwain from Fleeceworks. Judy, I've been hearing a lot of good reports about this new TheraWool product line that you introduced earlier this year. Tell us what's going on there. Well, we launched the product in January. Well, actually, we really launched in April at Rolex and had great response from the customers. And it's been out in the stores for about two months. And we've just gotten a second shipment. And the response has been wonderful. People really like it. And it's made it so customers maybe who couldn't have um, purchased FleeceWorks before are able to purchase it because of the price point. And then there's some people that are using it day-to-day and saving their sheepskin for show. So it's it's basically opened a whole new uh, customer base for us. And it's made the product affordable for people maybe who either didn't want to use sheepskin because it does require a little bit more maintenance, the sheepskin does, than the wool, or people that just couldn't make that stretch. So it's it's been great. It's you know, it's really, really durable, as the tagline says, is great for daily use, beautiful enough for show. And I think that really explains it all in a nutshell, because it is a lovely pad to look at and feel, and yes. but yet it's still an affordable pad that you can go to, you can literally go to the Olympics in this saddle pad. Yes. We worked really hard to make sure that we developed the right density and the right length and to make it in white. It's difficult to make wool in white. And so it took us about a year to get everything exactly right and to make sure that when you washed it, that it didn't felt up or, or turn real hard or ball up. And it's a proprietary blend of product, the way we've done this, to make it work. So it's, it's top secret, you could tell me, but then you'd have to kill me? That's exactly Oh, I love it. (laughs) International intrigue and quality saddle pads from Fleeceworks. So, folks, when you go to your local tax store, ask for Fleeceworks TheraWool pads by name. And if your local tax store doesn't have them, tell them that they need to speak with Judy at Fleeceworks. Just go to fleeceworks.com, and you'll find all of our contact information there. And thanks for stopping by again, Judy, and keeping us up to date on what's going on over there. Thanks for having me. And now, on with today's tip. Thanks for stopping by Shauna Koresh of On Target Training. 
It looks like social learning is not just for Facebookers, is it? <laughs> no, it is not just for Facebookers. Explain to me how social learning fits into the positive reinforcement training of my young horse. Okay, and that is a great question, and it is something that people do not recognize very often or pay attention to. But any social animal learns by, it's called vicarious learning, and they learn by emulating those around them. It starts very early with the young horse. They look to their mom to say, this is how we do everything. So if mom likes people, they'll have a tendency to like people. If mom is afraid of people, they'll have a tendency to be afraid of people. If mom, you know, so they, they start very early learning how do I get along. Now, this skill for them is basically they're learning how to survive. I mean, granted, they're domesticated now, but they don't know that. I mean, in their brains, they're thinking, this is how I get along in my world. I need to learn and mimic. So social learning is going on all the time, whether they're young or old. But the younger ones are more impressionable and are less set in their ways, so they're tending to look around for guidance in how we, we, we deal with our world and we deal with our people and we deal with the lawnmower and we deal with the farrier or whatever you know, they, they run into in their world. And so it's, um, it's really important to, to pay attention to that. Like I always try to, to guide people. With, if they have a mare who is one of those mares that you really hope the baby doesn't have that personality, <laughs> uh -oh. one of the best things you can do is get that mare away from the, the, I mean, get that baby away from its mom as soon as you can and get it with a horse that's going to be the complete antithesis. It's going to be the calm polite, nice horse, or whatever the opposite is. Or if you have a really wary mare, you would put it, you would want to try it as soon as you could. They're weaned and they're, they're ready to be separated, you know, biologically. Um, put them with the, you know, the, the bright, happy gelding who loves people. So they're going to learn by who is closest to them. So the more we can kind of pay attention to that, the better off we can be. Now, and I'm going to tell you a story about a young horse, because I think this really sums it up in how you, you can utilize this for for your training and realizing how much they're paying attention to. And this was kind of an experiment on my part, me being kind of behavior-oriented. Sometimes I just try things that I wouldn't necessarily recommend, but it's me trying to figure out, well, how does that really work? And so I took, we had um, stalls that the bottom half is solid, and then on one side, the top half was, you know, a board and then, you know, an inch and a half space, a board. So there's slats with, with whole gaps in between. So they could look through and watch the other session. Every time I do a session in the stall, you see a brown eye smooshed against the board watching. I mean, that's just, <laughs> they all do that. You just look up, they're just totally taking, taking it in. And so I had a little guy who was, I mean, he was probably six months old at this point, and he had not been exposed to clipping yet. And I had a horse who came in who had a million, well, okay, not a million. He had a fair share of other issues that I was dealing with. Clipping was one of them, but I wasn't dealing with that yet. But I knew he hated clipping, you know, but we had other things that were more pressing. So I brought him, so my little guy's in his stall. I brought this horse into the stall next to him, and I brought out the clippers and turned them on. Well, I knew what the horse was going to do. He's going to stay away from me. He's going to kind of bob and weave and do whatever he can, a little bit frantic to stay away. And I didn't chase him or anything, but I, I knew he'd be like that. So I said, okay, that's what I anticipated. So then I went around to my little guy's stall, and he's a pretty solid little guy. And he was the same way. He was like, oh, no, you don't. You don't touch me with those things. He's bobbing, weaving, ducking, doing the same, just like the big horse. So I said, okay, well, we, I got that, because that was a little out of character for him, actually. So I said, okay, clearly he, he 
watched that that buzzing thing was terrifying. Don't get near it. The next day, same time of day, tried to make as many circumstances just the same as the day before, but I brought mint into the stall. And mint is a type, if you sit on the ground with clippers, he's going to drop his head to way down to you. I mean, he just helps you, and he, he's happy to be clipped. And so I brought the clippers in with him, and mint just lowers his head and makes it real easy to clip him. And so then I go, okay, that's good. And then I go around, and I reinforce him, so he's seeing that process as well. And then I go around to the little horse, and this time the little horse just drops his head and lets me clip him. Now, this is the same little horse, one day apart, but he was emulating what he saw the the bigger horses doing. So that, to me, showed just how powerful it can really be. And so this is, go ahead. I begs the question. Um, so when you clipped mint, do you, if, if you had gone in and clipped mint and mint was just not mint, just a regular horse who didn't mind getting clipped. Uh-huh. So you went in there and you shaved his ears and the horse didn't make a fuss, but all you did was go in and shave his ears mm-hmm. versus Mint, who not, didn't just get his ears shaved, he got rewarded for having his ears shaved. Exactly. Right? So do you think that that made the difference, that the horse that he observed and was learning by observing was a horse that was being rewarded? Do you think he made that connection? Or do you think I, it was strictly the fact that Mint wasn't scared? I think it was both of those things. I think that he saw that everything was calm and it wasn't anything to fear and so that probably helped him to be able to watch it a little bit more relaxed and he also knew about the clicker you know so he knew what clicking meant and he knew it you know he knows click and reinforce so he probably also saw that process going on as well and that is something i'll do if i have a horse who hates the tarps let's say you know he's like no no hate the tarp hate the tarp i will have another horse that loves the tarp be near him so he kind of and watches the other horse going on and walking on it and getting reinforced and nothing happening to hurt him so it kind of those kind of things can help set him up to to then and that's even adult horses but can help them and and it helps the babies more because they're more impressionable but Mm -hmm. it can help them to to process things and see that it's okay and see that it's safe so i always try encourage people don't discount and people now have shared stories with me, but I say, don't discount how much they're going to learn socially. So now people will tell me things to go, and I did this. And, you know, there's another story I will share with you. When I first got Mint and George from, from BZ and John, they were, they were really like my guinea pigs, you know, because I'd just come out of marine mammal training. I, didn't, I was just figuring out about horses and applying the positive reinforcement. So George was six months old, and Mint was um, two years old. And so I Nothing taught... Nothing like starting out with youngsters. Yeah, they, they were really <laughs> young. And, they, and, and so when I learned any... When I came up with an idea to teach anything, they both learned it. It was just my habit was, oh, we're both going to learn it. Because I would learn a little bit. They have different personalities. So you'd see how it was a little different between the two of them. And I was, George was full of energy and too much. And Mint was kind of quiet and a quitter. So you kind of had to bring them... You know, bring him, George, down and Mint up and get them to be level. But... So it was, it was always fun to teach them the same thing because it, it gave me two different personalities and figuring it out. And so I, when I'd think of something new, they both learned it. So now it's, you know, George is now a couple years old at this point, and I'd always taught the same thing. Remember I told you about the stall? So I had just started to teach them smile. And what I was doing is I was just touching their lip a little bit, looking for them to isolate that lip muscle 
to kind of start to raise it so they get the idea that it's raising that muscle, you know, raising that lip up. And so it's like a little finger target I would use. But anyway, neither of them had quite had it yet. They didn't, they didn't get the smile. I was just looking for the twitching at this point. And so I was in there with Mint, and, and George is up against the stall watching through the cracks. And Mint kind of, you know, starts to get it a little bit, and you could just see that he's kind of starting to get it. And, and it wasn't a full-on smile yet, but it was, you know, he was, he was getting it. So click, reinforce, reinforce, that's good. Okay, I'm done with him. I go around to George's stall. He's standing at the door smiling. <laughs> he hadn't even all the – it's like he watched and thought, I know what you're trying to get. I got it. You know, like he just solved the big puzzle. And so he was – when I came around to the door, he was like, look, I, I figured it out. He's and an he, overachiever, George. Yeah, he was, I was a little like, you're too smart for me. Maybe smarter <laughs> than me. <laughs> That's really wild, isn't it? He's really wow. wild. He was really precocious. He's one that, you know, caused you a lot of troubles as much as he did, um, you know. But he was smart. He was bright, 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 bright. And he, it was amazing. Wow, so that's I, cool. It was really cool. So uh, we're good, we're gonna lesson here is we're gonna take the horse's natural hard wiring to learn from the behaviors that they see and feel in the horses around them, not just the emotional aspect because we've all we're all very familiar with the whole if there's one horse in the herd that's spooked or if there's one horse in the warm up arena that's freaked out that's going to have an effect on the other horses in the group. Mm -hmm. But beyond that, they're actually going to be learning behavioral patterns and reactions too. And if they've got that basis, they've already got the target. They understand what the click and and reward is. Um, They've got the bridge. I'm going to get the terminology right here. They they understand the bridge. (laughs) If they're observing other horses learning, they're going to want to get in on the game. Exactly. Cool. And And it's really simple. And, and people tend to overlook it. So I'm kind of telling people, particularly with young horses, pay attention to what they're, they're being exposed to and use it to your advantage. Yeah, hang them out with the, good, with the smart guys. Well, thank you once again, Shauna Koresh on TargetTraining.com, my favorite, my favorite training lady and especially Beaker's favorite training lady because he knows <laughs> There you go. To listen to all of Shauna's tips, just go to HorseTipDaily.com and go to the Experts drop-down menu on the left. Don't forget to support our sponsors here on Horse Tip Daily because they make these podcasts possible. Today's sponsor has been Fleeceworks. Look for the new Fleeceworks TheraWool saddle pads at your local tax supplier, or you can go online to fleeceworks.com. Please stop by the Horse Tip Daily Facebook page and let us know what you think of the tips you hear on the show. It's also a great place to tell us about topics you'd like to hear us cover on the show. You can subscribe to all the great shows on the Horse Radio Network through iTunes or Zune and get your horse podcasts automatically downloaded to your iPod, Zune, or MP3 player. You can also listen to the shows right on Facebook. The player's right there every day. I'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip. Until then, go ride your horse! The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily.